Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to another edition of Burke's View, the podcast. I'm your host, Dave Burkett, Lions beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. And man, 0-4, Lions are off to a rough, rough start. The only winless team left in the NFL. And uh, I'm sure everyone out there saw the game last week or knows what happened by now. But um, obviously an excruciating loss to, to lose. Look, they didn't play well the entire game. The defense played pretty good. The offense didn't play too great. Uh, but they moved down last possession. Calvin Johnson fumbles on the on the goal line. Ball goes out of the back of the end zone when it's batted out by KJ Wright. Officials don't throw a penalty flag on it and just a tough, tough way to lose uh for a team, for an organization that has has definitely had its share of painful losses over the years. And um, look, I mentioned it. 0-4, they're in dire need of a win right now. And they come home this weekend to play a really good Arizona Cardinals team, a team that was, you know, until they had their own uh, hiccups last week, couldn't uh, couldn't punch it in when they had a bunch of trips to the red zone. Uh, they were looking like one of the best teams in the NFL. And um, it's going to be a, a really tough test for the Lions this week. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, they lost the, the St. Louis Rams last week, 24-22, but um, really potent offense. Carson Palmer is playing well. Larry Fitzgerald, they got a couple different running backs who have been effective this year. Uh, you know, you look at that defense, new defensive coordinator, but they still have a really good secondary led by Patrick Peterson. They get it done, some big bodies up front. So going to present uh, a difficult challenge for the Lions. And, uh yeah, one of the guys that's going to be in the spotlight this week, Darius Slay. Uh, he should see plenty of Larry Fitzgerald. They got a couple good receivers over there. John Brown, too, a guy that can fly. But Larry Fitzgerald has really had a good season so far. Found the fountain of youth in a lot of ways. And uh, I wanted to bring Darius Slay on the uh, the podcast this week to talk a little bit about that matchup. But, you know, talk a little bit about himself, too. He's one of the more colorful guys in the locker room. And, uh, yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. Here's a, uh, give this a listen. Here, here's my podcast this week with, with Lions cornerback Darius Slay. Uh, Darius, having another good season at, uh, at cornerback. And let's start with that. What, how are you different than when you came into the league as a rookie? What are you doing so well right now? Uh, being very consistent. You know, I think as a rookie, I went, um, I went around the ball enough. Right now, I've been around the ball. got a lot, bringing up a lot of passes, being more aggressive on routes, you know, stop playing a safe game and just making plays when they need to be made. We saw you take such a big step forward last year in your second season. What areas have you have you progressed this year? Where are you better this year? Uh, reading coverages, route reading, and understanding uh, the defense. Just uh, knowing when it's like coach puts some kind of plays that's made for the cornerback to make a play. And, you know, sometimes he puts us in position just for us to make, play a safe game. But uh, – uh, Same game, that doesn't seem like your style a whole lot. Though, oh, right? no, man, <laughs> I, I'm with the style of winning. So yeah. whatever he do for us to win, I'm with it. So 
Well, a lot of people made, uh, you know, the, the two plays, the two long pass plays that, that Denver hit against you. A lot of people talked about that. But you you said there were jump balls, 50-50 yeah. balls. And I, I wanted to go more more than those plays. I wanted to go more inside the, the mindset of a cornerback, the confidence that you have when something like that happens, to brush it off, to come back the next play, to maintain that, that high level of confidence. Where does that come from? It just comes from the, uh, with the trust in my guys and my coaches believing in me that uh, they know I can still out there and make plays. So. You know, so that would build, that just drive me. You know, I don't want to let none of my guys down. So I always go out there as hard as I can. So you know, it ain't too many times I'm gonna lose a 50-50 ball. Like I'm gonna make way more plays than I give up. So you know, and then was two Pro Bowl receivers with a Pro Bowl quarterback throwing it to him. So yeah. you know, so it ain't no big deal. You know, I just learn from it, learn from my mistakes, and just keep going. Well, even when you were young, I take it that confidence was always part of your game, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm a confident guy, man. Just I'm real competitive. That's why uh, Sheen would never beat me or nothing. <laughs> Besides golf, I ain't, it's gonna be hard for me to learn golf. Yeah, she, he's about a scratch golfer over there in the other yeah. side of the locker room. So yeah. that, that's one that he'll get you. In yeah, he'll give me that. Now anything else, he ain't winning. Well, you mentioned R- Rasheem Mathis. Uh, you know, obviously the the most veteran player in this this locker room, but he he's been a big uh, mentor for you. Really, kind of helped you teach you the ropes of the NFL. Oh, right? of course. You know, he took me in. Like that's probably like any other person probably got mad when a guy that's I think came in where he was thirty one. He didn't got to come in the lead at 31, just took a 23-year-old spot, started a spot like that. So, yeah. you know, I I embraced that, though, because he, like, taught me with it. He did it with a lot of respect. Like, he ain't did it without taking me in and be like, don't give me pointers or stuff like that. He came in, took the job, started, taught me a lot while he learning the game still. I mean, teaching the game, learning the playbook. And, you know, so he came very, very, very respectful. That's why I love him to death, man. He just came in the game. And I was going to say on and off the field because and I know yeah. your, your sons are friends. Yeah, our sons cool together, you know, so. We, we do all kind of – we don't do too many play dates, you know, because he be, he be do a lot of golf stuff. I can't do golf. So <laughs> any other thing we could do, we could do it. But, yeah, man, very, very respectful guy, man. I love him. I'm glad he came here. Glad he took my spot. I'm glad he even taught me everything. Yeah, well, yeah. now you guys are teammates. I mean, partners in crime, I guess. Partners in crime. We the, we the – no, we got – I can't I can think who it is, though. Batman he like – no, no. It's like – he like Goku and I'm Gohan right now. <laughs> you know, he's Super Saiyan too. I'm trying to get super sad, too. <laughs> That's Darius Slay, Lions cornerback, very colorful Lions cornerback that I'm talking to right now. You've had a number of guys that have sort of taken you under the wing. Rod Woodson, I know we've mm-hmm. talked about him before, Rasheen. Why do you seek out advice of some of these guys, these veterans that have been at their craft for a long time? Man, yeah, they did longer than I have, so there's nothing but to it just to learn from the best. You know, at his, at his prime, you know, at Sheen prime, he was one of the best at his, at his time, you know. When we came out of the year, he had his little eight picks. I don't even really think he got hands like that. Yeah. So I think they were a lot of bubble balls. So he had to catch a lot of tip balls. But him having an eight-peat season just – and then with him playing the Jessica close by me and where I'm from, you know, so that's what I looked at. Yeah. You had a couple picks last year. So what's it going to take for you to get to that eight-pick season or, or somewhere in that, that neighborhood? I got to snag them. I can't lose them. I've been losing them 50-50s. I got to have it. Now I got to be 80-20 all, all year now. 80-20. <laughs> the rest of the way? All the way. 80, the rest of the way. Number 80-20. I ain't taking nothing else. 80-20. Well, those ones against Denver, was that – that close? I mean, in your yeah, grasp? I had I had both of them in my hands, but it's like, ah. It, with me going back to them, it just snuck it, but it, that ain't happening no more. It looked like the one right before half. You were trying to bait Peyton a little bit, too. Yeah, man. yeah. I, I, I was trying to see it because it was a fourth and one. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, I should have just played it more like a safe call. I was probably going to try to get the first couple yards and get the field goal. Yeah. So I often, like, jump some, but uh, it ain't happening as planned. He went deep. I still had a chance to make a play on it. 
but I just ain't make it at 50 50. But ain't no more of those. And then erase it from your memory bank and go out to the next game. Yeah, what the hell? It was easy, simple and easy. Just go into the next game. And I came back the week after we just, and the defense just played lights out, you know, so. Well, and that's one thing that Terrell Austin mentioned today, the the, the, the blitzes that he used with the, with the secondary a little bit more, including you. You had the one that really set up the, the fumble that James Ahedebo had. Mm-hmm. So that element of your game, uh, how much has that developed since we, we, you know, we didn't see that out of you early in your career much. You like um, that element? I love it. You know, he just, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, Coach is really doing a good thing with building the defense around and just making us a great D, you know, just sending us on column blitz. You know, we got DB uh, linebackers that can cover receivers, you know, with Levy coming back too soon. So, you know, he's a very, very talented guy just covering. So, you know, we could be a real good disguise. Uh, Barnes, he could cover good. So we got a lot of DB, uh, linebackers that can cover so they can make up for when we blitz. What do you like better, hitting a quarterback on a blitz, maybe getting a sack or getting an interception? Um, like I said, you know, sacks getting you 100 million. So <laughs> I'm trying to get sacks. So with sacks and picks, I should be a – 150 million, you know. <laughs> I'll pass that one on to Martin. Oh no, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna do that. I wish. <laughs> Cornerbacks get paid too, though, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, but we get paid with uh, uh, Delon again. Yeah, you know, Revis. He's Revis he's is, a, but you know, Revis is the best in the game. Yeah. Like Revis is a whole another animal from a lot of guys. So I'm trying to get my game to where his game is too. So like. Yeah. <laughs> like and if I if his if he willing to show me some advice, I'm willing to take it too from him. On <laughs> and off the field, right? And, and he's and done his field. contracts, really. Huh? I mean, the way that he's yeah. negotiated his contracts. On and off the field, so yeah. you know, I need to tell Banks because Banks played when I need to tell Banks like, whenever you go up there, let me go too. I'll hook you up. Right? Yeah, let me go too. <laughs> That's Jonathan Banks, his former team in college. All right, who? Give me your top five cornerbacks in the NFL right now. Right now, uh, Revis, uh, Revis Sherm, Pat P. Uh, Joe, and I like to lead. Where do you rank in that mix? I'm getting there. I say after them, it gonna be. Ooh, I like, I like what's the name too? Brent Grimes. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice ball skills. To be only about like five eight. Yeah. Some great ball skills. I like Brent Grimes. Uh, who else I like? Or maybe I should ask you, what do you have to do to get into that? Mix? Oh man, I gotta keep time. working, man. I ain't yeah. that. I ain't just that love yet to, uh, to put myself in that category, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but. I'm soon to be. One day. One, no, very soon, very, very soon. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm just keep on working, get my respect game up and my respect level, and, uh, and I'm going to be in that category if you have to be talked about. All right, a couple last quick things here. You guys play the Arizona Cardinals this weekend. You mentioned Patrick Peterson. I know this week you said uh, you wanted to get Peterson's jersey. Uh, you got Hayden's earlier in, in your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sort of jersey collection do you have right now, and, and why do you want uh, Peterson so bad? Oh, man, I got a good jersey collection. I got a lot of uh, players that I played with in school, and uh, I got some of the uh, people I admire. You know, like Pat P is a, is a game I admire. I like, I like physical press corners, if you can tell. I like, I like guys that be in the face and just go compete. So, you know, uh, I've been watching him play for a long time because we were both in the SEC, LSU. So, I mean, I've been watching him for the longest, you know, just seeing how aggressive he is. I love his punt return skills. Like, he's just a talented player that was very, very gifted. Yeah. Who else you got? You got Hayden. You got Banks. I got Hayden right? Banks. I got KJ. Uh, I got my uh, – KJ Wright? Yeah. Okay. I got uh, Anthony Dixon. We call him Booby. Um, I got Xavier Rose because we came out together. Uh, I'm trying to get uh, True Font. I'm trying to get True Fonts on too, but at the last year in London, they couldn't give their jerseys out. So uh, he said he got let them know before. So I'm gonna try to hit him up, tell him to send me his. Well, what do you do with them? What- uh, I put them in a the frame, man. Just go ahead. When I build my house, man, I'm gonna have a big old tunnel. When you come to my like, it's gonna be a man cave. So we go come in, go just see jerseys down. Next thing you know, when you get to the end of my man cave, just go slay jersey. <laughs>
<laughs> hanging up above all else, right? Yes, because this is my house. Yeah. How far away are you from building that that thing? Oh, uh, not too far away, man. You know, I'm just waiting on it. The time will come, you know. I'm, I'm just blessed and fortunate enough to just be able to yeah. even build my own house. So right. I'll just go wait till the time is right. All right, one other Jersey question. How does it happen on the field? I mean, do you set it up with guys ahead of time so they yeah. know? Do you just approach uh, them right then and there? You know, I use the media. Yeah. You know, like I'm telling y'all, like I won't. Pat P jersey, so you could just go tell Pat P or whatever, whoever you know, personally over there in Arizona, tell him I want to eat Pat P jersey. Um, I'll tell him. I will send this to him directly. Okay, then uh, sometimes Hayden, that's how it went, yeah, went down. Hey, right? yeah, and then um, I just um, sometimes social media just tweet him. Hey man, you know I think your mom, your mom player on your jersey, or before we go out there and play, you know, while we warming up. Hey man, can I get your jersey out there? You did yeah. talk to him before the game. Yeah, I gotta holler at it. I dap up all the greats. I gotta have. It. I gotta. I like the handshake. I want to yeah. be able to say I know them. You, you, know? you. I mean, you're a guy that just loves football. You exude it. I mean, you can see it in in your your eyes and your voice and everything. Right? That's oh, yeah. part of it. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. Q got me like that though, man. <laughs> you got his jersey. You can put his jersey up in your thing. Who? Q. You? Yeah. I got Clover. everything in Q. I get. I get the best of Q. Like anybody in here getting the Q, I got the best of Q. Like anything Q. No, I'm finna know. Like I know Q. Like, like uh, yeah. I know my guy. Right. Like at the end of the year. Whenever you get done, he know he got to give me this jersey. He know he already know that, so we ain't got to discuss that. That's only we got to discuss. Yeah, we already got taken care of that. We already got pictures of each other. See, last year I gave him a gift. Like he didn't even know it's gonna be there. He's like, man, what's his friend in my locker? But it's a gift from your boy. <laughs> What'd you get him? I got a picture of uh, me and him, and you know me and him making a play on the ball. You know, just put my little word, kind words in him, man, because I thank my dog because he took me on yeah. his wing. You know, I did it for him and Shane, my boys, man. It's another veteran, Glover Quinn, we're talking about, obviously, in the locker room here at Slay's Locker Mater, right next to each other in the locker. Another guy, another one of these vets that we talked about early on that, that have shown you the way, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took me on the wing, man. Told me to never stay down, just keep my head up. Just taught me a lot, you know. All right, this game this week, uh, really good offense. They take a lot of shots deep. Um, just give me the quick scouting report on, on Carson Palmer, that offense. What sort of challenges do they present? Oh, man, just defending deep ball, man. They, you know, they're the best at what they do, so we... I think we were like one of the best defense, so we go stop what they do best and just uh, make plays. They take some deep shots too, so maybe some chances for you to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to add, pick. like all of us, we need to add to our totals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last thing, we, we end this with five questions, just kind of off the field things. So, hey man, stop scanning you, me. <laughs> your your favorite breakfast cereal growing up? Oh, cinnamon toast crunch. I still eat that. Why? What do you like about that? It's the cinnamon. <laughs> the cinnamon toast crunch. Like you gotta eat them fast. Like I don't like to. Like you gotta eat them fast or they get soggy. All right. So if you don't eat them fast. It's over with, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best cereal probably. See, in the world. I was a Fruity Pebbles guy growing up, but now that I got kids, I'm kind of like trying to stay with the, the Cheerios thing to make yeah. them eat healthy. So. Yeah, healthy. Okay, I see. Yeah. That's understandable. <laughs> um, all right, number two, uh, what are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, man, my son trying to do Dragon Ball Z characters, man. He wants me to be Goku and he wants to be Gohan. Like, Father, Son, Super Saiyan, Mea Mea Way. You're going to be in London for Halloween. Is there another, like, just for the team Halloween party then? Or uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work this year, so. I'm just. I'm looking forward to. It. I know Stafford. He's always have a yeah. little thing for the team. So yeah, we saw Matt Prater had his costume in in the other day. So oh lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Number three. Uh, celebrity crush. Who's your celebrity crush? I done told a couple of them, so I gotta find me another one. <laughs> I'm trying to see who's gonna go be my who was single that go uh, come out here and make my life. Uh, let me think. <laughs> Making good token. You can go back to one of the old, the old flames, old haunts, and then if you want, if you had one from before. Oh, I forgot her name, man. Dang, I just forgot it again. Singer, actress, she was singer. We... She was just, she was just singing. 
She still got a lot of Falcons game. Dang, she's fine. Too. <laughs> well, maybe the uh, all the the readers out there can, yeah. can track that name down. That girl, that bad. You know who that is, GQ? I forgot her name. I don't know. I'm lost. It's, it's Kelsey or something. All right, uh, number four, favorite road stadium and why? I like Green Bay. You do? Yeah. Because if we ain't win there, so I like going there because I feel like we can win there and then go change. It could be a whole other atmosphere when we win there. It's a pretty neat atmosphere out there, too, especially. Yeah. I know the road, the December road. I don't like it in the cold, though. Yeah. I don't like it in the cold. It's, not, it hurts. I'm not a cold guy. It's a hurt. It hurts. <laughs> it, it hurts. All right, last one. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? One superpower? One superpower. Snap, man. Oh, dang. What? Q, that's a good one. Like, what kind of super? I like it. I got so much in my mind going on right now. <laughs> Type of superpower I need? You can give me a couple of them, man. If you got a couple man, of them, you couldn't I want to be able to be able to disappear at a certain time. You know, like, you ever seen, like, the movie, uh, Jump? Yeah. <laughs> I need to be like that. <laughs> go all over. Go like all that. over the world, man, you know? Don't have to see, just go. Get it. <laughs> Bow. Back out. Yeah, that's why I want to be able to disappear. And then, like, then I want to be like... Then I want to be make it be secretive. Like I need to be fast too. Like low key, I'm already low key fast, but I need to be like so fast that like flash, flash, so I can use my flash against football. So like say you, I'm like I'm gonna play everything short, but soon you throw it deep, I'm gonna just go be a you know go get that pick. I never get beat. Something something to get him that 150 million dollar contract. That's how you get it. That's how you get it. That's how you get it in. That's Darius Slay, Lions cornerback Darius. I appreciate you uh, for joining me here on the podcast. All right now. Once again, Lions cornerback Darius Slay, and you know I mentioned it, uh, Slay is the future of this, this secondary. Uh, 24 years old, in his third season out of Mississippi State, he was a second-round pick a couple years ago, and um, you know really has, has emerged as one of the, the bright young cornerbacks um, you know, in this league, really. Look, I, I'll, I'll say it. I mean, he had a rough rookie season. Everybody knows that. Played pretty well last year, two interceptions, 61 tackles, and you know, he had that, that rough game against the Broncos when he gave up those two deep balls, but he's played pretty well overall this year. Um, Lions collectively have given up way too high a percent of passes, but but I think Slay has been pretty good in coverage. He had one pick uh, early on in the year against San Diego, and he's got a really tough matchup this week. The Lions do, for that matter, against a, a good Arizona Cardinals team, a, an offense that's putting up a lot of points, that, that has a couple deep threats. Uh, John Brown, you know, Larry Fitzgerald's still getting it done. I mentioned that off the top. Carson Palmer's playing really good football, so this is going to be a real test for the Lions, and Slay's going to be in the spot spotlight um and look and not, not only that i wanted to bring him on because he really is an interesting guy i know everybody in the media core you know enjoys talking to him just the enthusiasm he has he he obviously drips with confidence and and i know just from my twitter mentions and and uh, emails i get that can rub some people the wrong way but he's a really genuine guy and you know you heard it he's talking about the jersey collection that he has and you know he's got a little boy he's got two two kids now but but he's got a little boy that that he dotes on and uh, you know, that celebrity crush that he mentioned, that was Tori Kelly is her name. So, Tori, if you're listening out there, give give Darius a call. But, um, no, he really is just a, a fun guy to be around in the locker room and a colorful guy, a, a pretty vibrant personality. And, and in, in a season like this, when, when things have gone so wrong, um, you know, that's that's good to have in the locker room. So, But big game for the Lions this week. Uh, 0-4, not a whole lot of teams in NFL history have, have done much after you know digging themselves such a, a deep hole. Um, the last team to make the playoffs, the 1992 San Diego Chargers when Bobby Ross was the coach. And 
Look, the Lions are, are just trying to do something to salvage their season. They need a win against the Cardinals this week at Ford Field. Uh, it's going to be tough to come by, but uh, it starts with one, I guess. Uh, we'll see if they can get this one done. Uh, Sunday, it's a 4 o'clock start, so uh, get ready for that one. Extra long day of tailgating, I guess, and maybe get a chance to, to take in those 1 o'clock games. But keep an eye on Slay out on the field. Uh, if he has a good game, maybe that's one way the Lions can beat the Cardinals. Thanks, as always, for, for subscribing and, and, and tuning into the podcast here on Freep.com. Uh, be sure to, to come back this weekend for all your coverage of, of the game all season long for that matter. I'm Dave Burkett. I'm your host. This is Burkside View. Thanks again for joining me here on Freak.com.